Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Greetings and salutations and welcome to episode 153 of Ref the District. I'm Nathan Perry. That's the stoner. And Trev here has returned in a healthy state. Trev, always happy to have you back and glad that you are okay. Look at him all decked out in his commander's stuff as well. Is that a Carson Wentz jersey you got on, my friend? I mean, it is. It's the day of the backup quarterbacks, apparently, so I might as well just support mine. (laughs) Love it. Absolutely love it. I don't necessarily love the move to Jacoby Brissett. We'll be talking about that here in the warm-up. Of course, in the cool-down, we'll have game predictions, bold predictions. Like, how many sacks is the returning Chase Young going to have here against his former team? I got double goose eggs for both of them. It's going to be more than that going to be more than that and then of course we'll talk about the game against the 49ers in the game although i imagine much like last week the game is secondary to everything else going on with this team and we'll probably talk a little bit more about things surrounding there but here we go into the warm-up here uh jacoby Brissett named the starter today probably not going to move the needle against the 49ers and you of course can check what is happening with the line on Bet Online? Just head over there. They give all your sports wagering news and info right at your fingertips. Head over to Bet Online. Use the code Believe B L E A V. Get yourself fifty percent off on your welcome bonus there, and your first deposit a welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Of course, bet responsibly is the ref the district code there as uh, we're a bunch of nimcompoops and uh, can't get it right. And of course, neither can Ron Rivera. This will be his eighth starting QB since 2020. None of them seeming to work out. Sam Howell getting benched a third time in three weeks. What in the world, Trav, is going on there in Ashburn? Your guess is as good as mine. Ron's on his way out. He's saying, what the, what the hell? Let's just shake something up. I'm not going to be here in a couple weeks anyway. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's it's really – we're bad, okay? Okay, for like we're this bad. True. But it's, we're it's bad really, too. really annoying and and repetitive to see the same poor quarterback play week after week after week. I mean, we're out of the playoffs – Maybe you want to see how this offense can actually operate with EB calling the plays with a veteran-style quarterback. 
Um, so it's time. I mean, some people say it's pointless. You got two games left. Let's Sam ride it out. But I'm I'm with the crowd with I want to see something different. I mean, we saw a preview of that the past two weeks after Sam's been benched. House, I mean, uh, Brissett's come in and led touchdown drives with ease, it seems like. Mm. So, you know, it is what it is. I'm over it. Two weeks left. I guess it's just a, hey, this is my last hurrah before I leave to see if we can pull out a W somehow before I get out of here. So that's my only guess. Mm. Stoner uh, grunting <laughs> in the, the background. I don't there. know, man. It, it, it is going to be absolutely rough, and we got a lot of opinions to share on here, including those in the don't sleep chat here for the warm up. And we have everything ranging from Sam Howell's QBR against the Jets was 1.7. He deserved to be bench, okay? He, he absolutely, if we were looking at this from the perspective of just pure quarterback play, he deserved to be benched, but you can't just look through it like that. And a lot of people going with this route that Rogers going with that Eric Bieniemy did his best to ruin Sam, maybe not quite deliberately, uh, but here yeah. Rogers saying that Sam Howell could be saved. A lot of believers in Sam Howell and Gus Bus being one of them who was a howler early on, real excited like myself. I was a howler early on as well, and then as the year went on you started to really see the flaws kind of come through here. Gus bus saying that he in fact has a, had a better impression of Dwayne Haskins at the end of 2019 than he does of Sam Howell right now. And that's pretty bad because I could tell at the end of 2019, Dwayne Haskins wasn't it. We've got two games left, so I'm not going to completely close the book on Sam Howell. Although let's face it, the book has been closed on Sam Howell. Yeah. Doug joining us as well. He's got the caps on the big TV, and we are on the laptop. Appreciate you tuning Where's in. The Wiz? We uh, the, the, the Wiz. Wizards are playing on, right now. Playing. <laughs> caps a little bit better of a team there for uh, there, and of course we've got Andrew show, showing up as well, saying resign uh, Jacoby Brissett. Oh Lord. It's, it's, it's going to be <laughs> one of those back. times, guys. I, it's been fun in the house, the Perry household, this uh, this last couple of days here. It's been a banner week for EP. Jarrett Patterson, JFP, Jarrett freaking Patterson gets signed into the practice squad. His new number looks ugly, by the way. I can't believe he can't get Atrocious. the number from Terrell Burgess, but that's another matter. So she's happy JFP's back in town. And then she has been calling for Jacoby Brissett to start since preseason. She was never a howler. She didn't believe in Sam Howell's ability to play. Thought Jacoby Brissett uh, is a better quarterback, which he probably. I don't know that to be true, but okay. He probably is. But yeah, so banner week for EP here. And so she's been gloating to include coming up right before the broadcast and being uh, all, I told you so. Oh. It's mm. it's rough. It's rough, 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 gentlemen. Stoner, mm -hmm. you have been pro win football games. Mm -hmm. Okay, Jacoby Brissett does give Washington a better chance to win football games, but you're grunting and you're not happy. <laughs> I'm not happy why, about a lot of things. Why? Why yeah. specifically about the benching of Sam Howe? Are you not happy? First of all, I think I deserve a medal. I've gone seven minutes without screaming or jumping in or interrupting either <laughs> of you two. So I deserve some sort of medal. Second of all, let me just say this. <laughs> the the no bag way. is back. 
The bad is back. I hate it here. I I hate this same situation that we're in year (laughs) after year after year after year. I'm so freaking tired of it. Well, what makes me so angry about this whole thing? I'm uh, and I'm going to ask both of you and I'm going to ask the chat and maybe some people have already mentioned it in the chat already, but you're going to have to retype it because I'm asking you to (laughs) tell me why, why, what is the upside to starting Jacoby Brissett this last two weeks or at least this week? What is the upside? You can win a football game, not from you as a fan. From those who are making the decisions, what is the upside to starting Jacoby Brissett? Uh, I'm, ask, I'm asking honestly, Trev. Honestly, I'm, I'm just basing off the two instances he's come in for us. He mm-hmm. knows the offense, it seems like. And he trusts his instincts. You get to see a veteran quarterback in this new offense that EB has presented to us. That's one upside. I mean, I, it's really hard to find one, to be quite honest, with two games left. But, yeah, you get to see what an offense looks like with a, with a veteran running it. What is What good does that do, Ron Rivera? What good does that do, Martin Mayhew? What good does that do, anybody who's in charge in making the decisions? I'm just asking because I need to know this. I don't think it has anything to do with them. I think it kind of has something to do with EB and maybe Josh Harris and the ownership group. To when it comes to picking a quarterback for this team, do we roll with a veteran free agent that's you know available, or do we take a swing at one of these hot commodities like every year there are quarterbacks coming in the draft? Um, Wait, who not, who who did you say is making said, that decision? Josh it Harris and you know, like it ain't the Martys and them. I think it's well. Who it's, is it? I mean, it's it's Ron making the decision, freaking hot, man. probably for no for Josh Harris and them to kind of maybe help them get a better idea. I don't know, Stoner. I don't know. There is no right, right, right. I'm at, right. I'm at, I'm asking, and I'm not trying to attack you specifically, Trev. I'm because right. all of the points you're making are points that are out there that that people are throwing out there that Josh Harris needs to know that Marty needs to know. We need to know if EB's offense is actually any good. We need to know if Sam Howell was actually the problem and then, and not EB that Jacoby Brissett can come in here. None of these people that we're talking about, none of them, Trev, Nathan, everybody mm-hmm. in the chat, none of them are going to be making a decision on quarterback next year. And I'll be damned if Josh Harris is going to be making the decision at quarterback next year. He better not be. He needs to stay as far away from this this decision as possible. There's no upside. The only upside, let me rephrase that, the only reason that anything exists in this organization today and this entire season is to find out if Sam Howell is your quarterback of the future. Every decision that is made from here on out has to do with the quarterback position, and right now, that position belongs to Sam Howell. Jacoby Brissett is not the quarterback of the future. Jacoby Brissett is not going to be here next year, whether as a bridge or as a um, one-time starter or as a back. He's not going to be here, period. 
these type of quarterbacks assign one-year deals. They don't come in here and sit and be the backup quarterback or bridge quarterback. They go to places that they believe they have a chance to win a starting job. That's what they do. He's not going to be here. This is not about Jacoby. It's not about Eric, uh, Eric bien It's not about um, Martin Mayhew or the other Marty. It's not about any of those people. It's all about Sam Howe. So there's no reason to simply say, let's turn to Jacoby Brissett at this case, because you're not going to learn anything. If Joe, <laughs> Jacoby Brissett goes out there and balls, well, we're all going to nitpick and we're going to look at it and we're going to say, well, he had twice as many uh, I formation under center play action passes as Sam did, or he had a different offensive line, or he was playing against a different type of defense. He was playing against more zone than man to man or vice versa. There is no apples to apples comparison with Jacoby Brissett at quarterback than Sam Howell. It makes zero sense to do this zero. And I can't find anything that tells me why Jacoby Brissett should be playing quarterback this week. Well, to kind of counter what you're saying, well, I'm going right, to agree with some what counters. you're I'm going to agree with what you're saying first, okay? You're absolutely right that there you can't compare the two and that people are already making excuses for Jacoby's good play versus Sam Howe's bad play. Also, right. the run game is being used more and the defenses here facing are different. You see that quite a bit. But mm-hmm. Mr. Cool might have the answer for you on why Jacoby Brissett is starting. Thanks, Mr. Cool, for okay. commenting here. Hallelujah! Jacoby Brissett might actually be the QB of Washington's future. 31 is still pretty young. Elway won Super Bowls back-to-back when he was pushing 40. Think about oh, it. You had Tom Brady <laughs> winning Super Bowls in his 40. You had Peyton Manning winning it at a late stage. Aaron Rodgers is like 42, and if he ever gets out of his darkness retreat and stays healthy, he is still a good QB. Why can't you just mention B? You just he, mentioned four of the top 10 quarterbacks in the history of the NFL, and you're going to say, why can't Jacoby Brissett be a top five, top 10 quarterback in the history of the NFL? Yeah. He can't. He's not. He's not that guy. He's never been that guy. He never will be that guy. We have to stop comparing things we have to stop comparing sam howell sam howell's stats to trevor lawrence's stats we also mm-hmm. got to stop comparing sam howell's stats to peyton manning's first year stats we also mm-hmm. have to stop comparing sam howell's stats to zach wilson's stats mm-hmm. and so on and so on and so on things you, you just can't continually bring up things that have happened in the past and say therefore this guy can do it Use your eyes, use your brain, and watch them play football and say whether or not this is the guy who's going to lead a team to a championship or be a quarterback like John Elway, who quarterbacked four Super Bowl losses as well through all of those years and was an MVP player and as a Hall of Fame player, then he finally got it done at that older age. I get it. But Aaron Rodgers did it late. He also did it early. Uh, I mean, he didn't win a championship, but he's a great player late mm-hmm. as well early. Same with Peyton Manning. He was a great player from the start, and he did late as well. And I mean, Tom he was a great player from the start. I'm not saying from day one. Sure. They've had rough rookie years. Yeah, rough rookie years indeed. And and that's but actually they were great players already. 
PNW Trout Slayer's kind of argument on the other side with Sam Howell. And you, oh you're just talking about not comparing Jacoby Brissett to some of the greats, uh, but PNW here wants to go the the way with Sam Howe here. I was going to mention this, PNW says. What was Peyton Manning's first-year record? What was Troy Aikman's? What was Steve Young's, etc.? Too many of, of our fans were expecting a Super Bowl this season. Trev, why can't yeah. we look at Sam Howe's record and compare it to some of those other quarterbacks that PNW listed and say, hey, he just needs time to develop even after being benched here? Because it's a different era. It's a different That's era of football. It's a different game of football. Those quarterbacks that are mentioned were ground and pound. And, you know, they were throwing for like 4,000, 5,000 yards, multiple six touchdown games. Like, it wasn't happening. They were just – they were all, if you think about it, and I could catch a lot of flack, but during that time they were all game managers that had good surrounding pieces around them. Not saying that they couldn't do it themselves, but you know what I mean? They weren't the Patrick Mahomes. They weren't electric. They weren't uh, the Josh Allens, the Lamar Jacksons, the Michael Vicks. Like those quarterbacks were Statue of Liberty quarterbacks with surrounding pieces and good and good offensive line and great coaching. Now the game has changed. So now they want to protect the quarterback more than they did back then. So that's why they were great back then because they were getting their heads taken off. Nowadays, the quarterbacks are getting touched with hands and getting penalties called for them. So it's a different style of game. And also, Sam Howell's a fifth-round draft pick. I mean, these quarterbacks, they were all great, but they were all dime a dozen. Like, they don't happen as often as they used to. I mean, I don't have a real answer for that, but this just outside of there's no reason to compare Sam Howell's stats to the to the greats of the game when the style of the game is different. Compare him to Mahomes, Josh Allen, the Derek Carrs, the Russell Wilsons, like this, this generation stats. Stop comparing to Troy Aikman, Steve Young. Russell Wilson, and, by the way, benched you know, today as well. Exactly. Not, so, not a good week for shorter quarterbacks. That's for certain. Um, could you I'm imagine Gregory, being by benched way, by Stendham for Stendham? That's gotta. Yeah. That's gotta hurt. Yeah. yeah. You're with Gregory. Better Stendham. than Jacoby Brissett, but um, oh, Gre- <laughs> I'm just, I'm just goofing. Oh. All right. So Gregory brought that up, and he said comparisons are tiresome they they absolutely are to me mm-hmm. for every comparison that you have i have the exact opposite comparison as well sure. that i can bring up for every troy aikman uh um peyton manning john elway or, or steve young you know, guys who struggled their first year well i can give you the zach wilson's and the mitch trubisky's and the josh rosen's are all quarterbacks who also struggled mightily in their first year and they were what they were they were bad quarterbacks Mm -hmm. so you can compare all you want but you have to take what you see in front of you and you can watch sam howell and i'm not saying sam howell may turn around and become a hall of famer somehow but we all don't see that nobody sees that no scout ever saw it that's why he was drafted in the fifth round no gm ever thought ron rivera never thought it nobody thought it people chose uh, Kenny, Kenny Pickett, Pickett, um, mm-hmm. um, Matt Corral, Desmond Ritter, Matt Corral, uh, who's, who's the B- Bailey Zappy. They yeah. chose all of these guys before. Who's the kid in Tennessee? Chose Sam uh, yeah, Willis. Willis. Will, Will Willis. Willis. Everybody Willis. thought Willis. that their team would be better off with those guys than Sam Howell. Why? Because they saw all of Sam Howell's flaws 
And then Ron just took a fly around. It's the same thing kind of with Brock Purdy. Everybody wants to give credit to Kyle Shanahan for Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy should have never, ever been given the chance to be the quarterback that he has become. Kyle Shanahan didn't say, oh, Brock Purdy, let's put him in. He got put in because his first choice, Jimmy Garoppolo, was hurt. His second choice that he traded a ton of draft picks for, Trey Trey Lance, Lance. got hurt and eventually figured out he wasn't any good. Then they were like, well, I guess (laughs) we have to go with Brock Purdy. And then all of a sudden, whoa, this guy's got something and they're working with him. You can credit Kyle Shanahan for developing, but you can't credit him Mm -hmm. for, for finding him. They right. he fell into their laps, and he only only reason he played is because of injury. Sam Howell is Sam Howell. He was a fifth-round draft pick for a reason. We all say that, but there's a good reason behind that. There's a, a hundred good reasons behind it, and we just have to stop comparing it. It's, it's like what we talked about again. Should Washington not draft a guy in the second round because they've had 12 consecutive failures at second round? That has no bearing on what this second round pick is going to do in this upcoming draft. Should they not move up to get the best quarterback that they can possibly get in the draft because RG three failed in 2012? No, that has nothing to do with what's going to happen this year. You got to stop comparing to what's happened in other places because every comparison you have, I have the counter comparison as well, Mm -hmm. or somebody has it or I'll research it or whatever. Maybe not the tip of my tongue. So comparisons do suck. I believe that. Everything has to be a case-by-case basis based on what you see, what you evaluate, and what you determine to be the best thing going forward. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. 
Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit. Now, one of the things that is interesting is kind of the verbiage that Ron Rivera was using. He said that this wasn't an indictment, that this is a reset for Sam Howell. And benching is absolutely an indictment. I, I, I don't understand. 100%. Like, I, I guess I understand why he's trying to curb it a little bit, but it's an absolute indictment on his play. The Hawk TV here says the sports junkies EB stated he needed a reset. He being Sam Howell after having a bye week. And I think that's one of the things that is kind of interesting with the conversation around this benching is that Sam Howell needs a reset. Washington had a late bye week. Sam Howell wasn't playing well into the bye week. Sam Howell had the bye week reset, and Sam Howell wasn't playing good after the bye week. But now he needs a reset here in week 17. <laughs> why, why, why are they really trying to, like, work, you know, and do this PR business, Trev? on on benching him why can't why can't ron rivera or eric binemy tomorrow during his press conference just say hey sam help wasn't playing good enough so we benched him mm-hmm. why can't they do that trev because that's not ron's mo he hasn't come out and said a state a, a clear statement since he's been hired other than happy thanksgiving when that was dan snyder who said that so anyway he, he's he's been a smoke guy the whole time he never comes out and says like something very blunt it's always beating around the bush everything oh it's not personal it's a it's a reset you know we're going to develop it go back and look at things that develop it's never like oh he just flat out suck we need a spark you hear other coaches say it and nobody says anything so why can't Ron Rivera say it if he's such a, a disciplined man and such a you know all about this and all about that why can't he just be blunt and straightforward EB in his press conferences said he might do it EB might do it because he's been the most straightforward coach we've had since I don't know how long. I don't know, but it's very annoying. It's very just, I just can't wait. Two weeks left. Um, And and yeah, like you said, we lost six straight games. You wait till we lose six straight games, which happens to bring us to two weeks left to be like, oh, he needs a reset. Yeah. We were four and five, six games ago. We were were in a hunt for playoffs at four and five because the NFC is so wide open this year, like it is every year. We were right there. After the three-game skid, you should have been benched and had a reset. But you wait for six games, which equals the two weeks left, and says, oh, it's time for a reset. The man holds the record for almost for NFL sacks. I'm surprised his body is not blue, black, purple, and yellow already. Like, he should have had a break and a reset four or three games ago. So I don't have an answer to a lot of these questions because at this point, it's just like WTF. You know (laughs) – you guys know my absolute love and respect for the sports junkies. Um, and especially Eric Bickle being the only fan of the commanders of those four guys. Yeah. And he did say that maybe he needs a reset. He tried to say that it's like a golfer who's just been bad week after week after week. Maybe he just needs to sit out a week and then come back and, and get a mental reset. But it's also the same guy, Eric Bickle, EB on the junkies, who has preached for as long as I've listened to him and and known that show that the only thing that makes you better is reps Mm -hmm. and reps is what makes you better. Not non reps. I don't believe that non reps make you better. I don't believe sitting on the bench 
watching somebody else do your job makes yeah. you a better player. We're not going to make you a better player. There are people who believe that, that believe that he just needs to sit there and watch somebody else do it. I don't believe it. He sat there and watched for 16 games last year, watched somebody else do it. Watch well, two. Uh, to be fair, he was watching Taylor Heineke do it. That's not really fair. Watching Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> Let's not start putting Jacoby Brissett on some pedestal that he's some some uh, world beater and that he's some great player. He's, he's a journeyman not. backup bridge quarterback. That's all he is, and that's all he'll ever be. I think he's, the reason why people have that thought is just because of the way he's played. But like people, if you if you know the 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 job of a backup quarterback. He's doing what he's supposed to do. Sure. He's supposed That's to right. come in, take the game over, and keep it and manage it and maybe have put your team in the best position to win. And he's done sure. that every time he's been subbed in. So right. it's not like I said, oh, if we started him five weeks ago, we could have made the playoffs. No. He's a, he's been he was signed at the beginning of the year as a backup quarterback. Maybe not paid like that, but his job was to come in and quote unquote, because Ron, I was say Ron Burgundy, it's who he is. Ron Burgundy wants to use all the smoke saying, you know. We might have a little bit of competition. To do. No, there was no competition. It was always Sam Howe. Jacoby is a backup quarterback. That's what he is. His days in Cleveland was a backup. Um, Deshaun Watson, whatever, he came in and took over. In Indianapolis, he came in and took over. He's never been a clear-cut starter since entering the league. So if you know the, the position of the backup quarterback, he's doing exactly right. what the backup quarterback is supposed to do. Right. That's it. Right. And, and sitting Sam Howell to watch – Jacoby Brissett manage a <laughs> football game is not going to make Sam Howell a better player. No. Sam Howell going out there and fighting and fighting and fighting play after play, even if it's bad, will make Sam Howell a better football player. It may not be anything good enough, but it will make him a better reps will always make you a better player in any sport at any time. I will never no. believe that. I will never believe that LeBron James would be better player today if he sat out a whole bunch of games <laughs> and watched other players do his job. That doesn't make him True. a better player. And I'm True. not trying to compare Sam Howell to LeBron James. I'm just trying to go to the extreme and, yeah. and say that sitting doesn't help. I don't yeah. believe that. And and maybe it'll help with Sam. I don't know. But I, I just don't see it. And, I mean, there are the people way, who would say that Aaron Rodgers benefited from right. sitting behind Brett Pat Favre. Mahomes. And, and I know, previously, right? that was the mentality. Well, I'm just saying, previously, the mentality with QBs was that you were supposed to let them sit on the bench for a year or two. And Sam then sat kind for of a bench for a year. Seth, yeah, I mean, not who a full year, and he was also was in front of you. Carson Wentz sitting, got the Carson Wentz jersey, and uh, Taylor <laughs> Jordan Heineke. loves doing it right now. Jordan loves sat behind Aaron Rodgers all those yeah. years, and now he's got a chance. And he's to he's looking sure. fairly decent, Maybe and not great. and if I might say, Josh Allen did not sit for a year and came in right away, Ooh, and there was right. no problem with Josh Allen. And I, right. again, I for every comparison that you have, when you say. Patrick Mahomes sat out a year. Let's not forget that, right? Yeah, Mahomes sat a year. Jordan Love sat how many years? Two, three years? Aaron Rodgers mm -hmm. sat for a couple of years. Brett Favre sat for a couple of years. A lot of these players sat. Steve Young was in a different league for a couple of years <laughs> before he that, finally man. got. And then when he went to San Fran, still sat for a couple of years behind Montana. Sure. But again, I can give you 100 guys who didn't sit mm -hmm. and were brilliant from the beginning or they struggled at the beginning and then became brilliant. 
there's just there's no one way to look at that this is what Sam needs and this will make him a better quarterback. There's just so many other options. And I did wanted to say that I have I was trying to get to this reason, but I have the reason why they're making the switch. I have the reason that I, and I don't okay. I'm not even going to give it the tinfoil hat sort of theory. This is the reason <laughs> why they're benching him. Eric Bieniemy has got to save face. And he has yeah, got to show absolutely. that his offense is not as bad as Sam Howell has made it look for the last two months of this season. He has got to prove because he's out of a job. You guys know he's out of a job. He's not going to be the head coach for this team. That's no. that's ridiculous for people to say that. He has to show that he doesn't have to go to another team and become their um, assistant quarterbacks coach next year. He has to prove that he can go on to be a, an offensive coordinator again for another team or a head coaching job with another team. This is all Eric Bieniemy driven. This is what Ron Rivera does. He takes care of his people. He gives them titles. Let's not forget Eric Bieniemy is the assistant head coach or associate head coach, whatever you want to call it. A title they were given was given to him to give him more money, give him more power, give him more sort of cachet out there to everybody else. And his system has been failing this year. And he's got to show everybody it's not Sam Howell. I mean, it's not me. It is Sam Howell. I'm, my system is fine. Hire me next year as either a head coach or the offensive coordinator. That's why they did it. I, I'm not going to disagree. I don't even think it's necessarily tinfoil hat worthy. I think that right, it's just, right. it is simply at this point, Sam Howell, whether or not, when you're talking about this team is under evaluation. They're, they can't evaluate players with Sam Howell having a quarterback rating of 1.7. Mm. And, you know, you're sitting there and, and looking at the full thing. And, and Eric Binnemi needs this to improve. You know, the Terry McLaurin needs it to get to a thousand and hit his <laughs> milestone. You need like there's players on this team that need this change up mm. at QB. And it, it is unfortunate, though. I mean, it was so sad to hear the news today even though you expected it because it was telegraphed since sunday and even though it was needed because sam's has played these last few games these last you know two months of play now haven't been good sam howe is actually as the ninth most yards in a season and it loses the chance at getting a four thousand yard quarterback for the first time since Kirk Cousins, who famously, <laughs> by the way, as Silver Fox is bringing up, in 2014 and 2015, Cousins was being benched and played, and then benched and then played. So for Colt McCoy, it was it was McCoy and maybe Josh McCoy. Yeah, Josh Johnson, maybe. It, I don't know. Is there is there? Oh God, that's a name I never want to hear here again. Uh, is there? Any, yeah, I hate, Stoner, you're talking about hating comparisons, but is there any hope for Sam Howell having the Kirk Cousins kind of rise? Trev is shaking his head. Why don't you expand on that for me, Trev? You know, Kirk Cousins again benched on and off and comes out. He's not, I'm not going to say Kirk Cousins is a great QB. I do have the you like that behind me here, mm. but he is a good QB. He's probably one of the top 15, top 10 quarterbacks in the league when healthy. Mm -hmm. 
He is. It's just you die for Kirk Cousins here. I mean, I'm not. It seems like Sam Howell has the physical attributes for the most part to be a quarterback, just not the confidence or the the mental reps or the I don't want to say intelligence because I don't want to question that, but the the trait where where you retain information. What about easier than processing? Others. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, processing and yeah. learning how to read. Because right before we jumped on, I was I watched I was on Twitter and JP Finley asked Terry McLaurin and Terry said just the way that Jacoby has his pre-snap reads, like he knows where he's going to go with the ball. The mm. way the safeties are leveraged out, he knows who's going to be has a better chance of being open. Just little intricate things like that. Maybe that's the difference because Sam Howe just can't doesn't have that ability or is not capable of doing that yet. It seemed like Kirk Cousins did have that from the beginning he was just making the rookie mistakes you know does that make sense sure like because we took two quarterbacks in in one draft for a reason right because kirk was probably smart but rg3 was with the heisman they have the athletic ability and played at a, a bigger school this and that but kirk was probably put up the same numbers i don't even know i'm just going off guesses but like put up the same kind of performance just not electric enough and i think that's why i don't think this is going to be a kirk Cousins situation because because Kirk still makes bonehead plays, but he also is a gunslinger. He takes chances. He has confidence in his ability, and he's very, very, very hard on himself. If you watch the quarterback special Netflix, you saw how you know dedicated he is to the game of uh, the position of quarterback. And I don't mm-hmm. see that from Sam Howell. Like he's still trying to process being benched, and it's like you were benched two weeks ago. You were projected first round pick and dropped to the fifth round. Like. His confidence has been shot, and he's used to winning and winning, winning, getting his way in North Carolina. It's a, it's a different. I mean, it's just all kinds of different things. It's just, but not the physical stuff. He's a gunslinger. He can run you over. He can. It's hard to sack him. I mean, unless he's right in your face, it is. But he's been sacked a lot. But it is hard to sack him at times. But he just doesn't have the capability of retaining the information as as, as and the dedication as Kirk Cousins has. What what we don't know as I don't know. people who as people who are not inside the building and who are sitting there watching him watch film and, and process the plays and, and go out and do the reps and practice every day that they work on and over and over. We don't know any of that stuff, but, but when you watch the games, we sit there and we complain about the offensive line. We complain Mm -hmm. about um, the receivers dropping balls we complain about the receivers not being open. We complain about the defense constantly putting the offense in bad situations or or just not helping the offense by getting the ball back to them plenty of times. A lack of a running game. All of these things combine and his inability to see open receivers or his inability to process the routes that are going on and what's happening pre-snap during the play. Is he going to, we don't know all those. It could be a combination of all of those things, but all you Mm -hmm. have to really do is watch him play Mm -hmm. and watch him consistently. And this is over the last six or seven games, consistently not be able to get the job done. If you want to say it's EB, you could say it's EB. If you want to say it's Ron Rivera, you could say it's Ron Rivera, but you could say all of those things. It could be him, as you said, constantly getting sacked and beat up and bruised and all that other stuff. It could be none of those things. It could be all of those things. It could be only one of those things. 
But the bottom line is he's not getting the job done. And therefore you can't trust him to be this quarterback's this no. team's quarterback of the future. No. But still, I would like to see him go out there and have two more chances at it and to get more data, more data, more reps, mm. more data I, to be able to make an informed decision. But then I think the biggest sort of um, uh, the biggest factor in all of this is the people who are going to make the decision about quarterback. They don't even know they're going to be making the decision about Washington's quarterback situation today. They have no idea that they're going to be hired to be the GM and the head coach of this organization, but they're the ones that are going to make the decision. So all of this stuff that we keep talking about with, it should be Sam, it should be Jacoby. Jacoby should start. Sam should start. We need a new O-line. We need, we have no idea of the decision makers and what their plan is going to be this off season. It, they might come in and say it's Sam Howell. They might come I in know. and say it's We have no clue. Nah, we we do know it can't be those two. Like, come on, we, we know that, right? Oh, I, or I don't know that it won't be Sam Howell. They very well could watching go it. offensive line and a whole bunch oh of God, other things bro. to build up, and we have another season of Sam Howell. And if that's but then the we got to go, go through another offense of learning for Sam Howell, and, and it's going to be a repeat. If, for sure. I'm just saying that if we hire the right people <laughs> and that's the route they want to go. Give right. it the year, and then maybe they draft their guy the second year. We never know. It's going to be interesting. We've got plenty of time to talk about the draft and oh, whether yeah. or not a QB would be right for Washington. I mean, it right is now we're talking crazy. about Jacoby Brissett named the starter Sam Howell being benched for the third time in three weeks. Joey mm-hmm. Donuts here wants to know, is there another NFL team right now yes. who would gladly start Sam Howell yes. next game? I could probably name 10 teams. Absolutely. At least 10 teams. Yeah. Sam Howell has definitely, he's gotten burnt. I think that he is shell shocked. I think that there is lack of confidence is apparent on the sidelines last week against the jets as, as Jacoby Brissett was moving the offense and scoring. Everybody was happy. And I saw that Sam Howell was on the sidelines. Mm -hmm. It's not that he was not happy, right? I want to, I don't want to try to put my, my perception of what I saw uh, on right. there, but you could tell mean. that the man was contemplative. He was sitting sure. there wondering, why can't I do this? You know, That's now right, I yeah. am going to put my perspe- perspective, but yeah. not saying he that he's that. mad exactly. at the team being, he, I don't think he was mad that the team was successful. I think he was just wondering why can't he do that? Like, what is, mm-hmm. what is Jacoby doing that he cannot do? And that is his thing. And cause that's what we've heard from Eric Bienemy. That's what we've heard from his teammates and his teammates have backed him. And I have heard, I've read between the lines with what his teammates have been saying over the, over the last few weeks of struggles is that, Hey, we're going to be here for him. At, you know, yeah. but you can kind of mm-hmm. hear like, they're like ready to move on because this is, mm-hmm. This is a team full of vets who, you know, Jonathan Allen said he's sick and tired of losing, right? And Sam Howell wasn't going to be the guy to take them there to the promised land. Trev, what you got? Also, real quick on the Sam Howell thing. This last game, I really noticed two things. Well, yeah, two things. One, there was that one play where he had a clean pocket and he created pressure for himself and ran out to the right and threw it out of bounds. That showed me that he is terrified. He does not trust his instincts. He doesn't trust himself, which leads to the, your perception that, why can I do this? Like, I did it before. Why can I do this? Because it was night and day. Jacoby came in and led down in four and five plays, touchdown. 
Terry mm-hmm. was involved. I forgot he was on the team until he caught that ball. Mm-hmm. Logan, you know, Logan Thomas caught a touchdown. I forgot he was receiving tight end until he did that. You know what I mean? Like it just made it seem so easy. And Sam seems like he creates, makes things harder on himself. And second, he's going up against a defense that really isn't that stout of a defense. The, the defense he faces in the games are way more different, way more stout and scarier than the ones he's facing every day in practice. So yeah, in practice, he probably looks like he's balling out because he's going against outside of Allen Payne, Two Hill, Smith Williams, Andre Jones, KJ Henry, you know, St. Jude, like a mediocre to bad defense. Then he gets in the game against all these stout defense and he gets pummeled. So I'm not giving excuses. I mean, you're an NFL quarterback, but it's not helping his case when you're opposite of the ball. It's just as bad as your as the offense. There's nothing scary or anything to, you know, put him in a position like, hey, like next weekend. Now we got well Chase Young, but now we got Bosa, Fred Warner, Greenlaw, um, uh, Hargrave on the line, someone else sure. on the line, like the stoutest defense of the NFL, and we're going up against Smith Williams and KJ Henry every day. It makes a difference. So that's where it comes let, to the offseason as well. You got to build your roster on both sides. Let me ask you a question. Do you think this is again? This is a question for the chat as well. Do you think that Sam Howell, deep down, deep down, I'm not saying he'll say this or he'll even maybe even think it, deep down wants Jacoby Brissett to fail these last two games? You don't think deep down that he wants him to fail so that Sam Howell will not Mm. look like a failure? Of course he does, Nathan. Of course he does. Deep down, he hopes Jacoby will fail. Who does? Sam does. Sam I, hopes I, I think Stoner will is projecting a little bit. This is how this is how Stoner goes through life. Is like, <gasps> you know, he can't he can't just cheer everybody on. He's got to be like, no, 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 that guy right over there. I could have been that guy. No. So that guy, if he's got to no, fail, you're misinterpreting. You're misinterpreting. <laughs> you're literally if trying I, to tell us Sam how deep down inside is the kind of person who's just like, yeah, I want my teammate to fail. Yes, you want your replacement. To fail you don't want your replacement to go out there and look good and and score 40 points and have everybody praise him and then everybody also turn around and say well that's sam howell he stinks you don't want that it's just like if you're in the nba for an example i'm just giving another example and you get hurt and your replacement comes in i always go back to the whole remember when john wall got hurt six seven eight years ago when they were playing bad and then he went out and the team went on a run. It was the everybody eats era, right? Because John Wall wasn't in there. So everybody else got more of the ball and they and they played a whole lot better. You think John Well, John Wall liked it that when he went out, all of a sudden the team played a whole lot better. And everybody's talking about how John Wall was the problem the whole time. Yes. They don't, they don't want to, he doesn't want Sam Jacoby to go out there and perform great. And then everybody say, well, Sam Howell was the problem the whole time. He doesn't want, he's not going to say it. He might not even think it, but deep down, <laughs> deep down, he wants Jacoby Brissett to fail. And uh, and you can't, can't convince me otherwise. Yeah. I, I think SGB probably has it right here. Uh, he's going to be saying glad that's not me getting knocked around as Jacoby Brissett will get the start against the 49ers. We'll be talking about that here in the game. Gus bus did put this in earlier, put the, 
wolf emoji. And I said, if I, if I see that, as long as you guys aren't obnoxious with it, I'll give you the howl. And Gus Bus is saying one last time, like taps as it is the end <laughs> of the scam howl era here in Washington. A little moment of silence with the wolves. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye-bye, Sammy. It's nice knowing you. Told you they never yeah, should have drafted you. And, yeah, uh, that was dumb. And Stoner, we're going to give you just a little bit to collect oh. yourself in the game. Sure. You need to name the 10 teams that would take Sam Howe. <laughs> we will talk about that and the 49ers here in the game. Stick with us. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit.